Hello, welcome to the whatever podcast. Uh, I'm Aubrey and I'm here with my mom, Pam Perry. Hey. And this is our third episode. It is a little later than I had planned, but you know. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. We're here. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was just chatting with my mom. I went to a wig party last night. You look like a, like a movie star. People were calling me Beyonce. I didn't even tell them to. But it looked like more like Nicki. But I don't like Nicki Minaj. I don't either, but I, I, the wig was pink. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, I love your wig. You look so good. Maybe you should get a wig. I Right. I think I should. Not pink, though. I, pink was the move. <laughs> I felt like a, a different person. Like, I just, it was like an alter ego. I'm going to start wearing it. Oh, then you could be like the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> also, someone asked me, "What does your real hair look like?" What? And I'm just like, "It's black." <laughs> yeah. It's, what do you mean? What does it look like this? This isn't a wig. You should snatch it off and <laughs> like this. It looks like this. Actually, but one of my friends that I was with. Um, she's like dancing with her wig and like whipping her hair, whipping her head, and then she whipped her wig off <laughs> and then fell to the floor. <laughs> did somebody catch that on video? No, I wish oh. I did. I laughed so hard I fell straight to my knees. Oh, see, that's when you need to have that camera always ready to whip it out and get that shot. That's why I feel like I need my own reality show mm. because my life is just so out of pocket. Oh my god! Would you watch my reality show? I don't watch reality shows. The only the last reality show I watched was like something about like home improvement. I knew you were gonna say Extreme Makeover. Yes, I love that uh, show. I cried every episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reality TV is such like uh, trash. No, I love reality television. It's so good, like the drama, and it's just kind of like you know. I feel like that's definitely just a my generation type thing, I feel. Maybe there are some adults that... I don't know. That maybe, but I think it it takes less creativity to write a reality show because you just have to give them situations and then they just make it up. I feel like versus it... Versus like Seinfeld and Friends. I feel like it's harder to run a reality show because you have to film all of this <laughs> footage and then somehow create like a storyline out of it. Just drama. It's, it's yes, so we love drama. Oh my goodness, no, we love like the old shows. Like anybody feeling like Mary Tyler Moore. You're so corny, so cheesy. I love that. She's cheesy. She was a woman that really inspired Oprah. I want to watch shows of people throwing drinks at each other. <laughs> you will never find like 20 years later them saying, "Well, you know what? I watched that show and it inspired me." whatever no you won't so mary tyler moore whenever she says that she says she inspired me to go into television broadcasting yeah yeah that was that's good those were the days those were the days you didn't even watch that much tv i did i watched it was about in my 20s okay yeah well well you can get to the topic the topic of today um kind of a mixture of a few things one thing that i kind of wanted to that like start started me wanting to i don't know what i'm trying to say but the fire festival documentaries i was obsessed when i watched them made my mom watch 
the Fire Festival. I watched both of them. One on oh, Hulu you did watch the Netflix and, one? And Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which one did you like more? I like the one on Hulu where he was actually the one in the video. Yeah. In the movie. Me Cause, too. Because it was more realistic. It was actually his words versus it was so blatant of the one on Netflix that showed that he was like a scumbag. I mean, yeah. I kind of knew that, but you didn't have to tell me. <laughs> I can infer that. So, yeah, I like I liked the one where it was more like a news story. Right, more facts. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, um, the Fire Festival, I mean, I feel like everyone has been talking about it, but it is. Um, it was a festival that was supposed to happen back in 2017, I think, and it was supposed to be on this private island luxury, think like luxury Coachella, like music festival, all of these big names, but the guy, Billy McFarland, I think that's how you say his last name, something, he um, basically was just a huge fraud and was like promoting this was going to be such an amazing event and then the people tickets were like ten thousand dollars yeah people were dropping like, bands no, not, not like little like a little concert oh you know i'm gonna have a concert it's like ten thousand dollars <laughs> and you have to fly there and he was just like promising all of these things which he did not have the money for and like people got there the island was like had no infrastructure right like it, it was not ready like it was not ready because he was trying to throw this concert under six months and everyone's like you need at least 18 months in advance and he's like no we're gonna get this done blah 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 i like the part when they said and you're gonna have gourmet meals <laughs> when they show they had like a cheese sandwich in <laughs> 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 a box <laughs> so that's just kind of like an overview of what that is but what i thought was interesting is because they promoted this event all pretty much all through Instagram mm-hmm. and this thing called F Jerry, which is a meme account that has millions of followers, and they're a media company called Jerry Media, which they actually produced the Netflix do- documentary, and that's why they make Billy look so bad because they wanted to not look like they're responsible. Mm-hmm. And they, but the, basically, they everyone they, had a hand advertising. in it. Yeah, it was it was false advertising, and they knew it. They knew it was false advertising, but they still were getting checks, and they kind of knew that he was probably not going to be able to do it but they were still getting their checks exactly and like yeah so it was all promoted on instagram because it was for you know like people who are millennials and they promoted it through instagram videos and ja rule which is also a very random character in all of this but he was also helping out the concert and they had all these influencers and models like Gigi hadid kendall jenner um posting about this concert saying like they're gonna they're gonna be there they're gonna go and that is what made all of these people want to go just because like it looked like it was gonna be such a good instagram moment which kind of like the wig party i went to last night (laughs) like everyone was like oh we need to get this good instagram picture this is such like an instagram thing and i felt i felt personally attacked on the documentaries because they were just making millennials look so dumb they're like (laughs) they just want to get that instagram picture you know have a lot of people a lot of followers say it's cool it's gonna be cool and then they're showing this one clip of um some influencers talking and they're talking about their brand and they're like you know it stopped for a moment ask me that again what's influencer what is an influencer anyway what is what is is that a job what is what is that a thing um an influencer is honestly what everyone my age wants to be somehow you get a lot of followers on instagram kind of just like okay 
an influencer is and being an influencer if you have enough followers companies figure that if you tell them oh i really like this energy drink it's so good you guys will love it you have like enough power and so you think that the movie made people look stupid I feel like it made us so stupid because they really just made it seem like all we do is care about Instagram, which... Right. It's like they're they're pouncing on you because you do. It's like, what? That was such a a moment where they knew your weakness and then they came for you. I just felt so attacked. Just because... (laughs) Like, I mean, it makes so much sense because if I were on Instagram and I saw, like, a bunch of people who I follow and I, I like, quote-unquote, trust what they say about things, I'd be like, oh, that looks so fun. Like, Kendall Jenner said it was going to be cool. Why wouldn't it be cool? Which, she got paid. Yeah, and that's another thing people are, like, mad about, but we won't get into all that. But then, so when I was thinking about this and just how, like, they think millennials just kind of want to do things for the gram or whatever, I also had a friend that... We were talking earlier about, quote-unquote, this uh, quarter-life crisis, like how kids around, like, my age, graduated college, just kind of feel like they need to have it all, like the house, the car, the husband, the whatever it is. And it's like, in reality, we are so young. Like, I I feel like even though I'm 22 years old, I'm really, like, one years old because this is, like, my first fresh year not in school not you know Mm -hmm. but apparently Mm -hmm. it's a thing called the quarter life crisis i think because it's the instagram they make you think that everything you should have everything right now and that's not true did you feel like that you had to have it all together when you were 23 25 whatever Mm -hmm. no i i didn't really feel like until about 30 that I was really at the point where it's like I need to really start getting my stuff I need to get my house I need to get my man I need to get some kids you know (laughs) 30 was the mark the 20s I didn't really I mean I just working on my career just wanted to build my resume that was my main thing I wanted to build my resume so I wasn't really trying to get things I mean obviously I need a nice car and that was it I need to take vacations need nice clothes but I was really trying to just work I was just trying to work. So by the time I'm 30, I have some cachet. Cachet. I feel like, yeah, definitely, like, I'll get stressed because I'm like, how how am I going to have it all together? Because it seems like everyone's all together, like, all the time. People post on Instagram, Facebook. But look at at this that's happening to me. I'm like, why? I don't. I haven't put a down payment for a house yet. Am I behind? <laughs> like, and it's just like, first of all, I feel like I shouldn't have to compare myself, to, you know, to people. But people are just always gonna post their yeah, best life, their best life. Yeah, they're gonna post their best life. And the thing about Fire Festival that I really thought was so funny is that the emotions that they evoked in the little videos that it, they called it FOMO and so, FOMO. FOMO, right, FOMO. 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 Is fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. And I'm like, what is fear of missing out? I get it so bad. And that's, and that was really 
that that just showed the psychology because you know you study advertising or whatever in college and you talk about the psychology but that right there was like fear of missing out was never what I studied in college in terms of advertising it was really you getting to people what they desire making them desire something that they don't necessarily need but fear of missing out was like that's a whole nother thing because you feel like on Instagram or whatever that everybody's there but you exactly like you didn't have FOMO back then because mm-hmm. if you were missing out you didn't even know what you're missing out <laughs> right. but now you can sit at home check snapchat literally <laughs> see in real time what people are doing at the event you're not at and it's like even if my friends are doing something that they know I don't want to do I'm like I feel like I still need to go because what if I miss something yes. what if yes. I miss a joke that you guys are going to mention all the time that I, w- I won't get it because I didn't go or you know mm-hmm. It's a whole lot. Oh, I get almost so bad, and I know a lot of my friends do too. Do you ever get it? Like, if you see some of your friends hanging out, you see Facebook. If I see stuff on, well, see, you know, I didn't grow up with Facebook, so it's not like I can even compare it. So if I see something on Facebook, like I see the generation I'm from is that the internet can't be trusted, so that's not our friend. But if our friends say, like, real friends you go somewhere and they tell you you needed to be there you should have been there then i believe them but for the most part we don't trust the internet that is so funny you say that because i remember when the internet was like first this thing you weren't really like this as a parent because like you worked in pr like you let me have a myspace and stuff but i feel like kids like weren't allowed to have a MySpace, and some of my friends couldn't get a Facebook until, like, high school, because you heard of all those stories that people would be, like, chatting with strangers online and get kidnapped. But now it's, like, my generation, uh, like, there's a guy who I work with found his wife on Tinder, like, the dating app. Like, people are meeting up with strangers from online, which before it was so, like, don't talk to any strangers online. But it's normal to do that now. Now I think that it is the point where my like a gen x generation will have children and then they will want their children to get a youtube channel and then by the time they're nine they can get paid yes to be an influencer yes so it's like go on and work it now honey here's your phone they get their phone at like three go in and do a vine or whatever they have to do it's like create your create your content honey and see that's such that, a yep that was not the thing because you it, so would have been that parent if instagram was a thing when i was a baby mm-hmm <laughs> I would have been. I would have been that. I was like, okay, be influencer. Here, put this wig on. <laughs> <laughs> like, do something funny. Get on Ellen. Right. Get on Ellen. Oh my God, that's the whole thing. If you really, if you really trend, you get on Ellen. Oh my goodness. If you go viral, you go on Ellen. So that's the thing. I don't know. I think that people in the twenties have it harder than I did in the twenties. You know, I feel like you are maybe a small percentage of people your age that would admit to that because even like i just feel like maybe another reason why i feel like the quarter life crisis is like a thing because i feel like there's just in general more pressure on uh, people our age yeah to like get stuff and because i feel like back then i don't know i feel like your age maybe is kind of like oh like I'm just trying to figure things out. And I feel like we don't get that, I guess. Like, people well, just have, really expect you to. Well, you have to know now because it's like, hey, if you don't know, go Google it. Right? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, we didn't know something. We just got to 
it'll be a few years before we can figure it out. We got time because oh you got to really do it the old-fashioned way where now it's like, well, you don't know what that is? You better Google it. You better go on LinkedIn. You better figure it out. You could, you could watch videos. You could take that online course. You can, I mean, it's the information age. So if you are saying that you don't know something, then people are just saying, well, you just really need to do deeper research on the Internet. Whereas if, if we were, I don't know how to, if I was 25 years old, I don't know how to do whatever, whatever. You got to just keep going around asking a whole bunch of people to ask you, you know, how do you do such and such? I feel like in some sense, too, that it might, I don't know, just like having so much information at our at our fingertips mm-hmm. is like maybe a blessing and a curse. Oh, definitely. It's definitely a curse because now you have too much information and you're really confused. So it's almost like a confused mind doesn't buy, a confused mind doesn't make a decision, a confused mind will just shut down. Whereas before, if you didn't have any choices, you had no choice but to really do, basically in your 20s, it was like go to work, maybe go to grad school at the same time, go party on the weekend, go on vacation, concerts, entertainment, music, movies, that's kind of it. But now it's so much information, so many more choices. It's mm-hmm. like, wow. So you can have a side business where you can run a uh, internet company on the side, or you can have a fashion blog. Or and that's can- <laughs> why I think people get so stressed out, because they see people with, like, all of these, like, legit uh, side hustles. And oh, I'm like... really, really make it look like they're making money on these side hustle jobs. Yes. Oh, I'm a makeup artist. Oh, I braid hair. I've got this. Look at my Instagram follower. I'm going to do lashes. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't have that. So basically by the time I was about 28, 29, I was kind of bored. I was like, okay, I'm bored. I'm, I need something to do. And I just go volunteer. I volunteer. You know what I think is like the equivalent to like the Instagram makeup artist or like um, lashes or whatever for you? Selling like Mary Kay. Is that like the I same that. thing? I did that. We did Mary Kay. So that would be like the whole thing. But even then, we would we would get together weekly for meetings. So that would be like the fun thing to do. There's like a thing. It's a kind of like a, a joke now amongst millennials. Just like girls from your high school that you didn't talk to. And then they'll invite you to some Facebook event. And it's like a pyramid scheme they're trying to sell you <laughs> like these products <laughs> i hate that i hate that now and i am way way over the age of 50 so no, no. we we talked about that today how i had a friend that no matter what she was selling it was always like i was on her list so she's selling this i'm buying that i'm invited to this i'm and, and it's like it's using your friends or abusing relationships and we said that's not a right way to make money because eventually you're going to run out of friends and the only person that you call it it, it could be legitimate it could be a legitimate quote-unquote multi-level marketing product or whatever but it's the pyramid and so the people at the top make the money and the people exactly. at the bottom are crushed so what they have to do is always recycle in new people for the bottom of their pyramid, which is basically people. Oh, they'll start reaching back. People I went to school with. People I went to church with. People I used to work with. People that I met on the elevator. I mean, it's just, then you run from them. Then you run from them. So you should never do that. I mean, if you have something that's so good that you want to sell, fine. Do that. Um, but don't don't call me and just act like you're my friend. Oh, I know. That's like, it's like, I know too. Like, because girls who I didn't talk to on message me, like, 
hey girl, um, saw that you're doing this. Wanted to let you know that I'm blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I hadn't talked to you since I was 16. Oh, no, no, yeah. It's like I see that you want to have these uh, health drinks. I'm doing these health health shakes, Herbalife. Okay, you know, I, if I want if I want a health shake, I think I'll just go to Whole Foods. Okay, Some fit tea. Yeah, I think I'll just go to Whole Foods. I'm gonna buy my tea. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 not. Don't do that. Don't abuse relationships. Don't confuse being friends with someone to saying that I'm going to sell them stuff. You know, it's better to just sell it to strangers. Yeah, if you're gonna do that. I. So, yeah, like I was saying, if you have a side hustle and, like, no, your friend has a side hustle, some people always try and, like, ask for a discount for, you know, your friend. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like you should want to support your friend. So, what do you want us, like, if you were selling, I don't know. Photography and it's, like, hey, can you do my headshot for 25 bucks? No. I have people out here that will buy it for $100. So, you're going to have to... 
if you're my friend, you should pay two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> right. If we're being honest. Right. You know, because you want to help me. Exactly. And then once I really make it, maybe then you can yeah. get a discount. No, I, I don't think people like that really aren't your friends. If they're trying to chinch you down, don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's not really being a friend. That's being a, a freeloader. Mm, yeah, that's annoying. A mooch. Yeah, don't be a mooch. Don't be a mooch. <laughs> if you want to be on our podcast, that's okay. You could direct message us and we can have you on our podcast. Yes, DM us on a, <laughs> the whatever pod on Insta. On Insta. Because <laughs> that way we can have them on, and then I can put them up here, and then they can be on the phone. Like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to have some guests. Yeah. I told my mom we're definitely going to have Michelle Obama and Malia Obama on our podcast. I'll make that work. <laughs> they could come in our studio. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> they can hold Peppy as they do the podcast. And then one last thing that I wanted to add about this quarter life crisis thing that got me thinking was what I think is interesting is that how everyone feels the same way so if we all feel the same way then it's like I guess we're not all as behind as we think we are in life but part of the thing was saying like if you ever like like therapy or you know like talk to someone about it because like crisis maybe like mentally like not well or whatever do you think that therapy because now people are so open to about going to therapy now oh, yeah it's like cool yeah people like therapist said <laughs> it is it is kind of like maybe even like a status thing to yeah. be like oh yeah because you have to spend you gotta spend at least 100 or 200 bucks yeah. an hour and it's like, you know, really? You're spending that much money? But so depending on the health insurance, you know. No, not necessarily. Hmm. But your generation, how did they feel about therapy? They didn't really like therapy. No one went to therapy. Now, they had EAP at work, Employee Assistance Program, and they would do that. And that's usually, they would go if they needed assistance, like if they were grieving, if they lost someone in their family, something like that. It's like something really, really dramatic. But they would not go to EAP or use a therapist because I feel like I don't have everything I'm supposed to have on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like therapy to people your age is something that you go to because, like, you're, like, like you're, they think you go because, like, your life is a mess, you're crazy, um, you can't do it on your own, blah, blah, which is, like, not the case when it comes to therapy. I feel like not today. No, it, people, go people understand. Talk. Yeah, yeah, people understand it's just, like, someone to talk to that you don't know. Because talking to someone you know about, I don't know, sometimes you just don't want other people to know everything. Yeah, but it's easier to tell a stranger. Well, it's easier to tell someone who's trained. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah, it's better to tell someone's strange because sometimes, you know, talking to your friends and we're all just, we all don't know what we're doing. We're all going through the quarter life crisis. Don't do that. Everybody's in crisis. No, I think going to therapy would be good. I think you all, in terms of that, people need either a coach or a therapist just because there's less FaceTime that people have with each other. It's more screen time, but less FaceTime. So I think. That's probably why more people are going to therapy because they just want to talk. Exactly. I don't even see a lot of people talking on the phone. So I could see where they would go to therapy where they would actually have to meet someone face-to-face and talk and 
and really talk through things. They need to hear themselves speaking out. And then once they hear it, it's like, well, once I say it out loud, it really is not that deep, I guess. You know, it's probably something that's going to blow over. I feel like definitely sometimes, even, even if I am just talking to my friends, and then I say it out loud, I'm like, wow, this sounds really dumb. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds stupid. What am I worried about? Yeah. yeah that, the thing that I would say when I, when I would, like, want to know something I'm a little bit deeper. I would always read. So I'm a big readaholic, bookaholic. I would read. So if there's something I really need to know deeper, I would usually go find, go to the bookstore, and I would find a book. And, I would, and so you see all my books in there. Basically, all my books are self-help books. So I didn't go to therapy, but I bought a lot of therapy-like books. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the difference, maybe. There's a whole lot of them. Very pampery to say. I just bought books. <laughs> Anyone knows my mom. She's like a book. I love it. I love books. <laughs> I, I, gave love away, books. I gave away books at uh, an event just recently from the Pam Perry collection. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Oprah book club, the Pam Perry book collection. club. <laughs> okay. Well, well great. this was good. So I would say by the time you're 25, you should really just realize that. You're just getting started. I would say by the time you're 25, you should make a goal to really have your MBA or something by then. That would be a good goal. Just worry about that. School. We can talk about that off air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this the more pod- you earn, the more you learn. No, the more you learn, the more you earn. That's what I meant to say. The more you learn, the more you earn. That's true. Okay. Anyways. Uh, this podcast is kind of um, all over the place. This actually was the first podcast where I did not have notes prepared. So, that's, I don't know. I kind of liked it, though. Yeah, it was good. It felt organic. Yeah. Um, and sorry if there is weird chunks in the middle. The computer kept freezing up on us. But we do what we can. Yeah. yeah uh, so, you can follow me on Instagram and get me to my career goal being an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But Aubrey14 on Instagram, the whatever pod for the podcast Instagram. And want to drop your IG? I am. IG is Pam underscore Perry. And then also on Twitter is Pam Perry, where I have 26,000 followers. Okay. That was not necessary for me. I'm an influencer. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for tuning in. And yeah. We'll see you next time, I would say next week, but you know how I am. So, thank you. Ciao, Bella.